ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you, and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what Grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Welcome to CarPro USA. This is where you get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from a guy who won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice, Jerry Reynolds, the car pro. His sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy. Jerry's like the guy you ask to take a picture of you on your vacation, and it comes out perfect. That is totally awesome. Kevin's the guy who offers to take the picture, but when you look at it later, it's a picture of his thumb. Here they are now on CarPro USA. And we thank you so much for joining us here on CarPro USA. All this hour, we're going to give you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. And if you would like to participate, all you got to do is call 800-926-7777. Tell me what you're thinking about doing. I'll tell you if that's a good idea or not. Can't help you with mechanical questions, but if you want to make a move, Anytime between now and the end of the year, in this uncertain year uh, of COVID-19, holy cow, uh, let's talk about it and let's make sure you do the right thing. We've got a website. It's carprousa.com. There at the bottom of the front page is where you subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. And every once in a while, I will really pull back the curtain on what happened all the years I was in the car business and I owned a chain of dealerships. I sold them all in 06, uh, bought my first dealership at the age of 29 years old. And, um, so I've seen a lot. Let's Who put it financed you when you were 29 to buy a dealership? GMAC. And what did you have that made them say, sure, We'll loan you whatever it costs to get a dealership. I'd been the general manager of a Ford dealership that was on the brink of bankruptcy when I got there and turned it into the number one Ford dealership in the state of Texas when I was 26 and 27 years old. So how did GMAC know that about the Ford dealership? Well, they... They, they all know they everything. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the car business is, although it's, it's large, it's small. You know, some time. of us at 29 actually had difficulty getting financed for a car, not <laughs> just a dealership. Well, it was a great opportunity for me. It, it Financially, it didn't work out great for me, but part of it was not my fault. Just as I got, just as I got into the dealership, Buick changed every one of their cars from rear-wheel drive to front-wheel drive. Before America was ready for that. And boy, yes. And they Torque didn't, steer. People, oh, they were horrible. Anyway, one of the articles in this week's free weekly newsletter that I wrote was telling you how car dealers make money. And it's it's probably not what you think. And it's, you know, I, I, I wrote this article a couple of years ago. I updated it just in the past week, changed some things, because this is an ever-evolving business. 
And so I shared with you, you know, the fact that at the great majority of new car dealerships in the country, the new car department as a standalone loses money. And people have a hard time swallowing that. But Mm -hmm. it's the truth. And I get the stats from the National Auto Dealers Association. I know what I'm talking about here. Majority of them, and not true of some of the luxury dealerships. They still make money, but Fords and Chevys and Dodges and Toyotas and Nissans and Hondas and the list goes Hyundai's and the Kias and the list goes on and on and on. As a whole, their dealership makes they do their dealerships lose money on new cars, but they have to they have to uh, do it. Because every other department in the dealership makes money, but it all starts with a new car sale. So, you know, I see dealers today on new cars. Some sometimes they've got to lose two thousand dollars to sell a car, but you got to keep feeding the rest of the departments. If you don't sell new cars, you don't get any service work, and you don't make any money on finance, and you don't your parts department doesn't operate, your body shop doesn't operate, and, and the list goes on and on. So. Subscribe today. We'll get it for you today. You can take a look for yourself and see what you think, but it is accurate. Amazing. I remember the first time you told me straight out. You went, Kevin, you got to understand. New Most car dealers, less the luxury ones, they lose money in the new car department. And I'm going, huh? And then you explain the feeder system yeah, and how it all multiplies. And I went, the factories have continually cut back the margins, meaning that the difference between what the dealer pays net and MSRP is getting thinner and thinner and thinner. You've got the internet factor where people can go online and find out what you paid for the car. You can shop 10 dealers against each other online without ever going in. Uh, and finally, somebody's going to say yes. That's why I started this show was to help people get a fair deal quickly to understand what goes on as you put it the first early on what goes on when the salesman says let me go talk to my manager yeah, yeah exactly so here we go let's talk to mike in pasadena california mike welcome how can i help you hi i got a quick question i'm looking at uh buying a 2004 runner uh it's uh thirteen thousand dollars ninety six thousand miles uh, it has, uh, I got a $15,000 budget. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are. Well, it's 21 years old, but it is a forerunner and 90,000 miles on a 21 year old car is extremely low. I, you know, it hits me at around $10,000, but I don't doubt that it'll bring the 13 just because it's a forerunner. Because the SUV market's so high right now, and because they hold their value so well, and so you know, I I I'd try to get that price down. Is it a dealer or is it an individual? It's a dealer. Okay, they probably left themselves some room. I I would imagine they probably, if it's super clean, they probably own it for around ten grand, like what I was thinking. But they want to make money, and they deserve to make money. But I'd bet you money that. I'd bet you that 12 will get it bought. Do you think, is there any other options within that $15,000 price range that's uh, like Forerunner style? You know, not really. The Ford Explorer has been good. 
Uh, and you could probably upgrade yourself to uh, uh, for fifteen grand. You could probably upgrade yourself to a twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, with reasonable miles. But it's not going to go as far as that Forerunner is. I mean, the older the older explorers, they had a life expectancy of around one hundred and fifty to one hundred seventy five thousand miles. With the Forerunner, it's unlimited. I've seen them go a million miles, literally. So it kind of depends on how long you want to keep it. If you plan on keeping this thing forever and ever, I'm in, then I'd pay what you got to pay for the Forerunner because that's the only thing built in that era that will stand it. Does that make sense? Yes. No, I appreciate it. Thank you, Jerry. All right, buddy. Thank you. Oh, Forerunners just the, – the, the values they bring – what they bring at the auction still boggles my mind. And, I, you know, it – fact that if it was a 2000 or a 2010 wouldn't make any difference they're all worth the same just curious do they have anything in common with the toyota pickup no with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive call car pro usa now at 1-800-926-7777 This is CarPro USA. You know the old saying, never say never. I never thought that in the same weekend, I would be going gaga over Amy Plemons' review of the new Lexus IS350 F-Sport and the new Toyota Venza that you're driving this week. I mean, Toyota and Lexus, Not. I mean, they make great cars, but not exactly my style. Except maybe the LC, which is a little out of my price range. <laughs> well, you see some Lexus styling cues in this Toyota Venza that I've been driving all week. Uh, just came out. Some dealers don't even have them yet. But it's a hybrid, all-wheel drive, five-passenger SUV. And that's the only way it comes. It only comes hybrid, it only comes all-wheel drive, and it only comes in a five-passenger but it's got a great interior and a lot of cool features that I just love. Just to give you an idea, the panoramic moonroof. There's a cover that, that slides that's electric with push of a button. You can close it off. Or if you want clear glass to see the sky or the stars, you can do that. Or just to block out part of the sun but not block it all out, you can hit a button. And the entire panoramic moonroof turns white. And it's gases in the middle of the panes of this panoramic moonroof that releases and turns it white. Did they ever run out of gas? (laughs) I don't know. I just know it's getting 40 miles to the gallon, and I ain't trying. Let's go to Cleveland, Ohio. Hello, Larry. Larry, are you there? I hear something. I'm not sure. Well, let's put Larry back on hold and then wait. A breakthrough. Larry? Nope. Nope. Larry on hold. We'll just go to Randy in Laredo, Texas. Randy, welcome. Yeah, thank you very much for taking my call. You guys got a great show. Oh, thank you. It's one of the best I've heard in the country. Really really appreciate that, Randy. 
the question I got, uh, my wife was going to probably trade. Uh, she's into the small cars. We don't go anywhere on the weekends much. I'm out all week. I come in. She works as a nurse, and we just, you know, we just don't go very far. So a big fancy car is, it wouldn't do us that much good. But years ago, uh, the best vehicles I've ever owned were Mitsubishi. Now, I don't know what they're like today. We've talked to the dealer there. Uh, you know, they're not a, a big fancy car or anything, but they're very durable. Would you recommend Mitsubishi? Because it's not that popular a brand anymore. It never really was, I guess. No, it's, it's, you're right. It, they really, really hurt themselves about a decade ago. Uh, they got desperate. I don't know if you remember this or not, but they, they, they came out with incentive zero percent, zero down payment, and no payments for a year. Well, yeah, it, that's that's not a good deal. Here, you know what happened? Everybody ran out and bought one with no money down, and a year later, when that first payment came due. Oops. They all let them go back. <laughs> yeah. And the market got flooded with Mitsubishi repos, and it killed resale value. And it killed it still today from that one event. Yeah. Now, durability-wise, I've talked to enough people that I'm convinced that you are 100% correct that they absolutely – it longevity-wise, it's, it's everything a Honda or Toyota is. Now, resale value-wise, it's – horrible so it depends on how long you're going to keep it if if you think she would drive it for 10 years or you know 100 plus thousand miles then i think it's okay because your upfront cost is going to be a lot less on a mitsubishi than it is anything else but if she goes to get rid of it in a couple of years or three or four you're going to lose your butt yeah that's true that what we have is a small nissan central and they're not a big you know, trade and you get a little bit, but uh, I know that one we had the Mitsubishi. They used to make that mighty Max pickup truck. That was a private little pickup truck I've ever seen. Yeah, of course they quit making them many years ago. <clears throat> but I always had really good luck with them. I had a three. Anything else? I had so, a three thousand GT. Thank you for your advice. You're welcome, buddy. And I, I don't want to talk you out of anything. Uh, I, yeah, thank you. you've yeah. got a great grip on this. You, you know, the, the ups and downs, the ups is the, the upfront price is great. The longevity is great. The downside is resale value. Well, if you're going to keep it a long time, resale value is out the window. It don't make any difference. It's not going to be worth any more or any less than, than a Nissan Sentra that's 10 years old. Thanks for the kind words, pal. Don't believe a deal that's too good to be true, because it probably is. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Philip in Los Angeles, welcome. How can I help you, sir? Well, hey, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me okay? Just fine, my friend. Oh, good. Well, um, I've been a Honda buyer. Oh, gosh. Uh, my first one was in 76. That'll kind of date you. Uh, date me, rather. <laughs> but uh, I've had about five of them. My latest is uh, a two, 
1996, believe it or not, with 210,000 miles, it's time to let it go. Um, and I'm thinking of getting uh, Kia Nero. Yeah. I don't put that many miles on. Or a Honda HRV, a pre-owned, maybe two or three years old. And I'm what you think about them. Can you, do you ever, do you ever travel in your vehicle? Do you take trips or anything like that? I haven't recently. Cause you're, I know, I know the Nero gets a hell of a lot better mileage because it's a, a, um, which a hybrid, but, um, you know, I don't think I, that's the major factor that there should be. I have friends that recently bought a, um, uh, a Nero, and they say that there's some noise when it seems to go from neutral into uh, an electric mode or something like that. Yeah, and that's that's actually pretty typical, uh, to be honest with you. Um, th- there is you, you you get funny brake sounds with a lot of the hybrids and all the electrics because the brakes generate electricity to recharge the batteries. Here's here's the kind of the bottom line for me, Philip. We know the HRV is a great car that has a lot of longevity to it. I believe the Kia is going to be okay, but I can't tell you with certainty like I can the Honda. You've been a Honda guy. You know what they'll do. I mean, in my, in my estimation, if I'm sitting in your chair... I'm going to stick with what I know. I'm going to stick with a Honda. I know I'm going to get a couple hundred thousand miles out of it. I, you don't know that with the Kia. And and I think there's risk involved in it, to be honest with you. I don't. I, it's hard for me to recommend a car until it's been on the road three or four years. And that's the truth. I wish you the best, my friend. Maybe it's time to get a truck. So definitely it's time to get advice. From CarPro USA, 1-800-926-7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by Sherwin-Williams. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains through October 16th. And you'll look, look at your calendar, that's Monday. So you got to do something now. Shop in store or order online for curbside service, retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details and also buy Indeed.com. Find that high impact hire your business needs at Indeed.com slash high impact. Terry Box, who does some reviews for us almost every week in the free CarPro newsletter, uh, longtime uh, automotive reporter in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, had the Mazda Miata MX-5 this week. Yeah. The review of it. Perfect size car for him. Yeah, it is. He's <laughs> a little bitty fellow. He's, he's small, but um, I think I heard when, when Fiat finally brought out the, the 124 again. Yeah. Remember, you're sitting next to the idiot that owned two of them in yes, the 70s. The only one in captivity. Right. Is the Fiat just... Different sheet metal over the Mazda Miata? No, they can. They they don't have anything to do with each other. Oh, I thought Mazda was making them. For no, Fiat. no, I don't believe so. Now I could be wrong. Well, but, but I don't think so. I'd bet you rather than me. 
but uh, being right or wrong. I'll tell you, the, uh, the Miata it's, owners are just crazy about their cars. Well, they, they buy them over and over. They're like the Lexus RX 350 people yeah. you talk about. Let's talk to Mike in San Antonio. Mike, how can I help you? Yeah, thank you for taking the call. Sure. I really like your show. Thank you, sir. And uh, I I have, uh, I currently lease a, a Lincoln MKX, and it's, it's my second lease. And basically, you know, they haven't changed the car much in six years, so I'm looking to get a little bit different perspective on cars, and I'd, I'd like you to uh, tell me what uh, cars would be comparable to that that uh, I might go look at. Well, the MKX has been replaced by the Nautilus. Yes. And yes. I reviewed the it Nautilus. Looks, it looks the same. Yeah. Well, look a little closer. Uh, Mike, you're going to see that the Nautilus is more square. It's got more interior room. The seats are nothing short of amazing. If 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 either you or if you have a wife, if 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 either one of you have had back problems in the past, boy, this thing will absolutely. You, you there's just no way you couldn't get comfortable in that seat. Thirty two different mm-hmm. adjustments. So you might look at it. The Lexus RX three fifty is going to be about the same size as what you're used to. A Lexus okay. will always lease better than a Lincoln. Always. Well, so, I think I'm going to uh, uh, just purchase a car now. Okay. Rather than, than lease again. And that's cool. Uh, if you're going to do that, you know, you might consider a certified Lexus RX350 because the Lexus certified warranty is fantastic. It's only one I know of out there with unlimited mileage. So you might you might take a look at that. Uh, the Cadillac XT5 is going to be comparable. XT5. Yeah, okay. XT5. It's the midsize. There is one smaller. Right. There is one bigger. But since you're not used to having a third row seat with that uh, MKX, you know, I'm assuming you don't need one again. So that's no, that's I don't. those are good choices. If you're going to buy, okay. if you're going to buy, I would, and you're going to look at the Lexus. I again, just to reiterate. I'd probably look certified. I'd look certified with the Lincoln Nautilus, if you can find one. They're still fairly new for that. And then last, the Cadillac XT5. And there will be some of those around uh, certified also. I've got good dealers for two out of those three at my website, carprousa.com. And thank you, Mike, for the call. Glenda, Los Angeles, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Glenda. Um, I, I have a 2017 Honda Civic that I've been leasing. I just extended the lease for six months, and uh, I can for another six months. And I'm contemplating buying it because it's done just under 13,000 miles. Yeah. And it seems pretty okay. It's a, the, the buyout price is around 12,000. I took it to CarMax. They were willing to give me 13. So I'm just trying to get some idea of what my choice is. I mean, yeah. idea to- Why not? I mean, the car's worth the money. You know the car. It's super low miles. You like it. Yeah. And and you're not overpaying for the residual. I see absolutely no reason not to buy it. The only thing I would question is if you yeah. know you're going to buy it, buy it now and not don't don't keep extending that lease. Because the sooner you start paying for it, the sooner you'll get it paid off and get a clear title to it. 
There's uh, there's exactly. no, benefit, no benefit no in, benefit in continuing to lease with your lease since well, your lease did, is up. I did lease. Yeah, I did extend it because I was so indecisive, as you can tell I still am. But I'm thinking closer and closer because I can't deal with going and listening to the stories of dealerships and stuff like that. And I realize that I'm an older person, so I might as well just have this. It's got the reverse camera, and I think that's all I need. Yeah, it's a great car. I mean, it'll last you forever. I, I, I think you're dead on. Just buy the doggone thing, but go ahead and do it now while interest rates Thank are low. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Glenda. Okay, Thank you. Right. And we go to Craig in Timberlake, Ohio. Craig, welcome. Welcome. Hey, Jerry, I'm, uh, I I love your show. Thank you, sir. Question. Uh, Chesapeake, uh, VA, or Virginia. Uh, my daughter is interested in a forerunner. Do you have a dealership down there? I do not. Uh, we only have dealers uh, where our show airs, and we're not on okay. We're not on the air there, unfortunately. Okay. What about uh, the forerunner compared to a Chevy Tahoe? How long is she going to keep this thing, Craig? Probably eight to ten years. I'd go with the forerunner. They're just impossible to beat for longevity and high miles. They're great in you know inclement weather. Uh, it's a truck-based okay. chassis. They just go forever. I mean, forerunner's just one of the absolute most reliable, long-term durability SUVs that's ever been built. Case closed. Now. Is it as comfortable as the Tahoe? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it rides as well. But if we we got to prioritize here, we got to figure out: does she want a more luxurious interior, a more luxurious ride? Then, if that's the case, the Tahoe, depending on how many miles a year she she drives, Tahoe Tahoe will do one hundred fifty thousand or more miles. Nothing compared though okay. to the Forerunner. And I and I really think the the Forerunner suspension is more set up for, um, you know, if 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 she runs into some weather, and and gets into some okay. snow and ice, I think the I think the Forerunner will do a better job. Look, she can't go wrong with either one of them, but if she really wants a vehicle that'll last a long time and give her very few problems, it's the Forerunner, and it's really that simple. I hope that helps, my friend. I appreciate you listening to us there in the Cleveland, Ohio area. Remember one thing, if you haven't signed up for our free newsletter, do so today. Do it from the front page of carprousa.com, and you'll, you can subscribe from the bottom of the page there, and we'll get this week's in your inbox today. And there was a lot of good information in there, too. Remember that we've got a search engine at the front page of carprousa.com, Search the new or used car you're looking for. Every one you find is at one of our certified dealers. There are lots of things to do before you buy your next vehicle. Let CarPro USA tell you what they are. 1 800 926 7777. This My is- apologies. Your apologies? Yes. To the audience or to me? To you. Oh, my God. Let me get my baby book down and write this date down. What did you say? Mazda does build the Fiat 124. 124 Spider. Yes, in Japan. In Japan. Now, they're dropping it. but it's Fiat a, now, is? Yeah. Well, 
Fiat's, Fiat's dropping it. It's made in the same plant. Right. Mazda, Mazda just different sheet metal. But the Fiat's not selling, so they're going to they're going to do get rid of it. Yes. You mean I missed my chance? There might be a few left. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I think we reviewed the 124. I pawned it off on either Amy or Terry. Because I don't want to. I'll look it up on the website. You take a call. <laughs> Stan in Houston. Stan, welcome. How can I help you, buddy? Yeah. Hi, Jerry. Thank you. Uh, I called a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you gave me a recommendation for tall people. Well, uh, I, I narrowed it down, and I went with the Impala. Well, it turns out uh, it rides too rough, you know, for, for my back. Yeah. And so I was wondering... Is I mean, is you know, on the suspension system of cars, what what kind of cars uh, are are good for that? You know, if you're going to buy a car and hold it for six, seven years, and you're in your later years, keeping that back in good shape is is pretty important. Yeah, oh, so, no, no doubt. I didn't know if you had any any insight on that. You know, you might you might take a look at the Chrysler 300. Um, it's a rear-wheel drive car versus the Impala, and typically rear-wheel drive cars will drive better, ride better. Uh, I okay. know it's good for you know a tall person because uh, there's it, it's it's a good sized car. I mean, to, for years people who drove Crown Victorias, Grand Marquis, Lincoln Town cars, all big V8. Rear-wheel drive cars. When the when the town car and the Grand Marquis went away, they really didn't have anything comparable to look at. And I started recommending uh, the Chrysler 300, and it's worked out great for so many people. But it has a very good ride. It has a real big, oh, floaty, if you will, ride. Okay. And 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 history tells us it's just been a great car. As far as longevity, so I'd give that some. Have you already bought the Impala? Uh, well, that's another story. I bought it from a rental, and uh, good, you know, uh, certified. And and I found out late in the game that yeah, you can return it within the seven day, but you don't get your money back for four to six weeks. So Ooh. that was like, oh, <laughs> wow. It kind of took me blindsided, and I, I had forgotten to ask that question, so that's my fault. So you bought it from but a I rental car seen. company direct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I went on their website yeah. and uh, looked like a good deal, and I think it was a good deal. Let but, me let but, me uh, let me say something, and this is more for everybody th than it is for you, because you said you bought a certified one, and the only uh, that's right. The, 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 actually, that's wrong. The rental. Uh, that is not a factory certified car. Only you'd had to have bought it at a Chevy dealer. I, I just, I just, I don't want there to be okay. any misconceptions that you can buy a factory okay. car anywhere else except from a dealership, and you can't. Mm. Uh, so, okay. did, are you trying to take it back to them and get the money back? Yeah, yeah. Because you see the, uh, you know, I was uh, looking around at, you know, some of the cars you've already mentioned. Uh, you know, I talked to a shop that specialized in suspension system and this gentleman said you know try the the lexus s es350 so that was on my radar but you know these kind of cars the rental company typically doesn't have no that's correct you know and there's there's risk with a rental car company and the biggest risk is you don't know if the, the car's been in an accident or not because if it is 
they're going to make their own repairs and not tell AutoCheck or Carfax about it. So you got to be really careful with former rental cars. Some of them are great. Some of them have been damaged. And the ones that have been damaged, you're not going to know it. And that's why many times they're a lot cheaper. Try that Chrysler 300. You might just be better off leasing than buying your next car. Find out. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Sandy in San Antonio, you've got the last word this hour. How can I help you? Okay, I know this is going to sound really corny, but (laughs) I need your help because I have a 16-year-old daughter, and I need to buy her her first car. Um, She's been driving mine. I have a 2020 RAV4 hybrid. Love my car. She loves my car, but I'm not ready to get her a brand-new car. So um, I need to find something more affordable for her first car because, honestly, I'm so overwhelmed with all the information that's out there. I don't even know what to get her that's smart. Um, safe is my big thing. Um, and that would meet her standards, you know, because kids have standards like, hey, this has got to be cool looking or whatever. But I really need some help because I really don't know which direction to go in. What, I don't know what to do. What's the most you're willing to spend on a car for her? See, here's the thing. I'm willing to go up to 10000 but um, my um, my personal – I kind of wanted to go through, like, a dealership because I wanted to – I guess maybe something that – I'm hoping that they'll check it out and make it more reliable after the thing I just heard about um, – Oh, gosh, rental car places that sell cars? I'm yeah. not quite sure I want to go that way now, now yeah. that I'm clear yeah. on that. If you deal with a dealership that's that's reputable and it's on my list of certified dealers and they know that you that I sent you there, they're not going to risk selling you knowingly selling you a bad car. Um, you know, there's I've got a lot of good dealers there. The one that comes to mind that has what I think to be We'll probably have the best selection of SUVs in that price range. Is Toyota of Bernie? They they carry a huge inventory of used cars. If you'll talk to Craig, he's the general manager. He's on my website under Certified Dealer Sandy. Tell him what you're looking for. Give him a few days to come up with something, and I promise you, he will. He is a really good guy. Just one phone call is all it takes to find the perfect car for you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you, and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what Grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time.